I think the really important thing that I want you guys to get from this today is just to, um, to focus on making social media work for you and not just be something that is a default for your time. Because what I learned is that when I, when I get on social media, what I want is for this, what I want is for my phone to work for me, not for me to work for my phone. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I wanted to just give a quick strategy, a quick tip for you. Um, this is something that I think applies especially to college music students, but can apply to anybody who uses their phone uh, for anything other than calling. Um, about a, mm, nine months ago, I uh, discovered that I was spending a lot of time on social media, as most people in my generation do, right? And that uh, I was noticing that with one, if I were to watch one reel the next day, about 50 other reels would show up on my feed or, or posts or whatever um, about that thing. And I learned something. I learned, uh, I guess I, I always knew that there was an algorithm that comes with social media that shows you what you want to see or what they think you want to see. And in this time, I, I noticed that I was starting to get into more and more negative headspace um, for personal things that were going on in my life. Um, I had had a lot of uh, a couple of friends pass away at the time, and um, and just uh, other things that were going on that was really just putting me in a negative headspace. On top of trying to recover on the trumpet, and so what I noticed that I could do was use the social media algorithm to my advantage. And this is something I think is critical for, for you guys to do as well um, as you're going through recovery or just, you know, just to keep a, a positive headspace um, and, a, and a determined and empowered headspace is to start looking up things that inspire you. And if you do that, the more that you do that on social media, the more content that you're going to see on those subjects of, of things that inspire you, things that make you laugh, things that make you happy, uh, rather than um, focusing on the things that don't really serve you at all. Um, not necessarily the things that like put you in a negative headspace, although those hopefully um, you're trying to actively eliminate, but also things that just are just fluff that don't serve you in any way, um, that make you focus on things that aren't helpful to you. And so... Um, what I started doing was I started following more accounts of um, peak performance, um, you know, uh, athletes and entrepreneurs and things like that, self-help people, because I realized that social media is is a critical tool, or it can be if if I if I learn to use it correctly. Um, and something that I also started doing was I started going on it less. You know, um, I needed to learn how to not have my phone and social media as a default for my time. Basically, like whenever I got a second, whenever there was any downtime, you know, you pop it open and you start scrolling. That's not helpful, right? Um, and that's not a helpful or healthy habit to be in. And so I started um, just training myself to only use it at mealtimes. And then now I only use it once a day. And this is a process that took a couple of months, right? Or at least a month. And... I think the really important thing that I want you guys to get from this today is just to um, to focus on 
making social media work for you and not just be something that is a default for your time. Because what I learned is that when I, when I get on social media, what I want is for this, what I want for, is for my phone to work for me, not for me to work for my phone. That's the strategy I want to share with you today. I think that'll help you a lot in your uh, mindset. Um, our mind feeds back to us what we feed it, right? And so if you are, um, if you are consuming content that is uh, inspiring, well, you're going to have more inspiring thoughts. You're going to have more inspiring interactions with others. And uh, the, but on conversely, if you're consuming content that is negative in nature, um, if you're spending too much time on the news, quite frankly, um, that could put you in a negative headspace. And I'm not saying not to be informed. That's counterproductive in its own right. But um, just to be able to uh, be in control of how social media affects you, that is just such a critical, critical strategy to develop in your life. Um, in order to become the musician that you want to be, to become the person that you want to be and that others want you to become. So keep on, keep on on, guys. I hope this was helpful for you today. Share it with somebody you think would benefit from it as well and uh, do all those podcasty things like like and subscribe and all that good stuff. So until next time, keep on keeping on and trust the process. Thanks for listening today. I hope you got as much out of it as I did. Make sure you share this with a musician you care about who is going through injury, a music educator in your life, or anyone just trying to make it in life. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic to cover, shoot me an email at trustprocesspodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Before we go, I just want to give a heartfelt thank you and shout out to my team, Daniel Baldwin, who is my audio engineer, Kevin West, who does all music and sound effects for the show, Peyton Womack, our website developer, and my sister, Dana Lovell, who created the logo and promotional materials. We wouldn't have the show without them. So tune in next time for another episode of Trust the Process.